Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who just don't give a shit anymore. You know, you've had a rough day. Hey, here's... We got rid of some stupid people where I work, right? Basically, they just went through and said, there's a lot of stupid people here, and we've identified you, and we would like you all to leave. Okay? Which was a significant number of the people that I used to work with. Those people are gone now. Right. And suddenly, the people that are left that didn't used to be stupid are now just as stupid as the people we got rid of. It's like there's a quota. You must have this many stupid people in your company and you can keep getting rid of people you want just new people will become stupid we're just filling in a void Sam. I, that's what i don't understand i i told one of the guys you were not stupid yesterday you're now being every bit as stupid as the people we just got rid of why maybe there's degrees of stupidity maybe they were not as stupid as the people they got rid of but pretty close but you didn't notice it because the really stupid people stood out so much. No, these are these people used to annoy me because they would not do stuff they were supposed to. But if you if you said you have to fucking do this, they would do it. Today, acting like they didn't even know what their fucking job was. Shit they'd done a hundred times, they would just look at me. What? Fucking kill every one of you. I kill everyone. There's it's just gonna be me left before long. I'll be the last man standing. I believe it. I almost wish I had been evicted with the rest of the stupid people. I don't, almost do. Don't talk like that. I, do you see what my life is going to be like from now on? I, I'm you're, hoping that that's you're gonna not going to be like this every day because if it is, then I'm going to get a job. You're going to wish by the time by the time this year's so over. I can leave the house every day. By the time this year's over, you're going to wish I'd been one of the ones popped. I can guarantee. Anyway, I also had to go get my fucking eyes checked because I have terrible eye strain anymore. Right. I can't see shit. I'm You're blind half the, the fucking day. All the time. Then you read and then you play games and it's all on your eyes. Much like Alzheimer's or any of the other diseases that I've told you I will kill myself if I ever get. Blindness, I will kill myself. There are... I don't even know what I would do. I'm very visually oriented myself. Yeah, but you're eyes are already unbaked well like you got so one that eye. makes it better right you got you got one eye you can't even see color out of because i'm used to it because i've always had half-baked eyes so therefore it shouldn't be a big deal right well but you also squander your vision you know you need glasses like you know you can't see and your answer is mm. i can see fine you can't you can't see <laughs> I, I have seen you stare at shit, and I'm like, Kim can't see I that. I can still thread the needle on my machine. That's all I need to know. Yes, but you and I both know that that, too, has become the kind of exercise that requires a Sherlock Holmesian magnifying glass. No, I don't use magnifying glass. I'm just saying. You should get glasses. And I, I was having problems where one of my eyes just gets so strained I can't even look out of it anymore. And I've noticed that that eye, not very good these days. Like, my left eye, I can see pretty good out of. Well, I think everybody has a dominant eye. But when it becomes overly dominant, then it's a problem. Well, Because the other one, then you don't really use, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. It's gotten pretty bad. So I went to see the eye doctor, and I explained. I said, I have this problem. 
I understand that I'm getting older, right? That's what I started with. I was like, I understand that. But I have a problem, and I would like to discuss it with you to see if there's a solution to it. And I said, when I use a computer for long periods of time, I get terrible eye strain. And this is not something I have a choice about, right? Like, I, there are periods of time when I will be using my computer 14 hours a day because I have to, because it's my job. Right. And she said, yeah, don't do that. That was her solution. That's what she told me. She goes, you shouldn't do that. I said, I understand that, but I don't have a choice. She goes, well, if you use a computer too long, your eyes are going to hurt. Okay. Then any drops you suggest? Ah, drops don't work that well. But uh, you just take, like, eye naps. Right. Except for the problem is, like you saw today, hmm? I when am I going to take an eye nap? People are constantly needing something. I know, but today you know? is kind of unusual. It is kind of unusual, but it's going to become, you know, it's fairly common now. So anyway, yeah, despite the fact that my eyes are bad, she had offered me no hope that there was any way to make them any better. Right? I got a slightly different prescription. She said you should get some reading glasses. I was like, fuck. I've tried reading glasses, and the problems I have with them is that they're they're all of such shitty quality that they don't really do anything. Except make you nauseous. Right, they make me sick to my stomach. But you know what I mean? The glasses of such shitty quality, the optical quality is so bad. I can't even, I can't see shit. So now I'm going to get some glasses with some bifocal action on them. And she wanted to do this shit to my eyes called monovision, where she makes one eye good at seeing far away and one eye good at seeing close up. That's, I just looked at her. She goes, well, do you think you'd want to try that? I go, it sounds pretty stupid to me. To I be think honest. my eyes are already like that. Remember we talked about that? I'm nearsighted in one and farsighted in the other. Right, right. And she, so, yeah, but I don't want to, I, you can't see. I'm back to, <laughs> back to that. I do things that require me to have fairly decent sight, like ride a motorcycle. I think that's part of it. Is that part of the reason why you're so afraid to ride the motorcycle is because you can't actually see what's happening? No, you act like I'm so bat blind that I run into everything all the time. I can't tie my shoelaces. I mean, that's not what I said. It's, it's not like that. No, but you, your eyes are a lot worse than you make them out to be. Little Miss Vanity. But I, she, so she goes, Let, let's just try it and see what happens. So she set up this fucking monovision and slapped it on my face. And I thought I was going to throw up. Like immediately throw up. He should have. I told her, I said, she goes, what do you think about that? I said, I think I'm going to throw up on your carpet. She goes, well, it's not that bad. And I was like, it's like my eyes are in two different heads. How is it that someone can make that sort of determination for you? That's what I said. said, She can't see through your eyes. That's what I said. I said, I'm very sensitive to this kind of messing with my binocular vision, apparently. So I don't like it. So she goes, well, we could make it, we could make it a little bit weaker. And I said, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? I said, how about we just give me a prescription in each eye that makes them both pretty good? You know, they're going to start going back to the, all the old school lenses. I don't know. Just like everything that's old is new again. You know, we're going back to the laundry detergent that doesn't have any preservatives or fragrances or anything in there. Just, you know, people were washing their stuff with lye soap for a long time. That's awesome. I'm just saying. The stuff will come back in vogue. Glass lenses that are highly specialized and accurate will come back. So the plastic crap. Yeah. And then they'll weigh 800 Something. pounds. I don't care. I don't care. I, t- I told her when she was, she kept asking me, she goes, well, 
what is good enough? And I said, good enough is I need to be able to fucking see. I said, I have a real problem of I can't see shit close up and I get a terrible headache when I look at my computer screen. I need those two things to be fixed. Those two things I need to be fixed. She goes, well, would you be willing to sacrifice your long vision? I said, I don't understand. I wear contacts. Why can I not get a contact for my right eye that is stronger than the one for my left eye? Why is that such a big fucking deal? I don't know. Is it? Apparently, she didn't have a fucking answer for me. She kept looking at me. She goes, well, I don't understand what you're saying. I was like, okay. Let's say my left eye. They're all individual. They're supposed to be customized per eye anyway. That's what I said. I said, when you give me a prescription for my eyes, they should be different because my eyes need different things. Why is that so hard to understand? Your last pair wasn't. They were exactly the same. Uh, That's because the last eye doctor looked at me as a complete cunt bag. And I'm, I got the distinct feeling that this chick that looked at me this time is going to end up being somebody on my hate list. Too. Maybe it's just because they're so used to having equipment that does things for them when they have to think for themselves. Nothing makes sense. Well, let me, let me tell you this. If this doesn't get fixed, mm-hmm. right? Like if my eyes stay bad like they are right now, because really I, it's hard to explain, but it, I believe it is making me insane. If it doesn't get fixed. And in, in a few years, I'm going to go see if they can laser my fucking eyes open and see if that'll fix it. Because I I can't I can't do this. Well, there, do there are things I can't do by anymore. that point. The LASIK will be covered by insurance because that's the know. real problem. I don't know. You know, I don't know. A lot of people don't have vision insurance to begin with. I, I will tell you what I think the real problem is. I, the real problem I believe is that all the good doctors don't take insurance. That's what I think the real problem is. I think all the good doctors have gone to a cash only basis where they only work on rich people. And we're left with the shitty drags who don't really give a shit because insurance said you're going to get paid this much. Fuck you if you don't like it. I hate going to the eye doctor anyway because I feel like a total and complete idiot when I leave. Because of the, is this better? Or yes, because if, if I can't tell you, you know, they're supposed to tell me. I want to sit in that seat. I want to look into a magic box. And I want to have an instant diagnosis. Okay, now here's my just qu- tell me what I need. Right, and here's leave my- me out of it. <laughs> leave me and my opinions out of it. Here's my question, and this is the question I asked my doctor. They have this machine that you look into, okay, and it's not the eye pressure machine. It's a it's another machine. This machine shows you a picture, mm-hmm. okay. And I said, "What do I need to do?" And she goes, "Just look into the machine." Right. And I said, "But isn't I shouldn't I tell you something?" They go, "No." The computer can tell when it's in focus. Your eyes will react in such a way when that picture is in focus. Okay. okay. Why do I even need a fucking eye doctor? Why can't I go look at that exactly, machine? Exactly. That's what and I'm that machine saying. Tell me. That's what I, I even asked her. I said, you know, I looked in a machine and that machine fixed both my eyes so I could see perfectly. Do that. Exactly. Why doesn't it record that? That's, and that's what I said. I said, well, how come that? What is can't the point? Tell? That's what What's the point of having it? It's like a freaking that's carnival I- game. That's what I said. I said, I'm very angry that that machine, I said, I honestly thought that machine, because I haven't been to the eye doctor in a couple of years, and this is a totally different eye doctor who has all kinds of fancy shit. And I said, I really thought that machine was going to be the one. But no, you have to sit there with the, is this better or this right. better? This one or this one? Well, and she did the, you know, I, I took the peripheral eye test because I ride a motorcycle, like I said, and I don't, if my peripheral vision is going bad, I want to know. Right. Right. Because I don't want to get, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a surprise one day. And you look into a machine and it flashes lights at the edges of your vision and you tell you click a little button when the lights are flashing. Right. Right. And I asked her, I said, how is that any more effective than the olden days 
when the doctor held the stick up in front of my eye. Right. And moved it around to the side of my head and said, tell me when you can't see it anymore. Right. And she goes, well, what do you mean? I was like, how is it, how is it any better? It took a lot longer, but I'm pretty sure the other way tells you what my field of vision is. More high tech. Here's it's the thing. fucking bullshit. You could either not click properly. Maybe your finger misses the button. Or you just cheat and you're clicking willy nilly. Well, I was mad because she said click when a light flashes. Mm-hmm. The light was so dim that there were times when I thought I saw it, but I couldn't, I couldn't be sure. And I, I asked her, I said, you know, that light in there is super fucking dim. And she goes, yeah, a lot of people complain about that. Because at that point, it becomes a test of my ability to perceive a very dim light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's not really my test of my peripheral vision. It's a test of, can you see this tiny, tiny dim spark? Well, yes no? did you at least enjoy when they put the drops in to no. dilate your eyes? I'll never do that that's again. That's always big fun. I will never Doesn't do it again. Doesn't it make your eyes feel weird? Makes them feel like It makes they're... them feel dry. It makes them feel itchy. And it makes them hurt. Like but... like a pulled rubber band. Is yeah. What I... It makes them not feel good. Yeah. And then they do this shit where she shines an intensely bright light into my eye. And she goes, okay, I'm going to need you to hold your eye, to keep your eye open and stare straight ahead. And I said, I'm very sensitive to light. And I'm pretty sure what you just did is going to make me much more sensitive to light than before. And she goes, well, just, just try. And my eye immediately starts watering like somebody stabbed a torch into it. And she goes, well, you have to try more than that. And I was like, bitch, do you? I told her, I said, you're an eye doctor. You must understand that this is not a voluntary reaction on my part. Exactly. My eye is saying, stop the bright light from hurting me. Yeah, she was fucking prying my eye open and shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, you get to go back. I I just get to go back. Well, this is the thing that made me mad. What are they going to do if they don't fit right? Here's when I, this is the question I ask her. I said, you just had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of machinery looking at my eyeball. Why can't you tell them what size of contact I wear before you send off for them? And she gave me that, huh? Look again. So I got to go back and she's going to put the contacts in and she goes, if they fit, then you can just take those. If not, we'll send them back for a different pair. Like this, this is a, a giant pain in the butt. I, I told her, I said, I don't understand why you can't measure. They didn't do that back in the day. I have never, I told her, I said, I've been wearing contacts for 30 years mm-hmm. and they have never, I've never had a fitting in my life. In my life. No, so why now? That's what I said. I said, I think. I, think, I don't think they've changed that much. Well, I told honestly. her. I said, is, is there something significantly better about these? She goes, well, I don't know. I go, yeah, it's a scam. It's a scam. Just a way to get it's, another 20 bucks because you difference. have to go for a follow-up exam. No, that no, it's a way to get another $90. Because it, oh. was, it was the difference. A regular glasses eye exam is 25 bucks. Mm. A contact fitting exam thing is $95. Or $120, excuse me. I just looked at her when she told me. I was like, you're just, just milking it. Well, that's with insurance, too, so I wonder yeah, how much it's, it is. Wow. It's fucking bullshit. She's, I guarantee you I will go and these contacts will miraculously fit on the first try. You know why? Because they're all the same size. <laughs> I don't know that they really are. I, I know that. I Kim, you've seen, I've had like five pairs of contacts since you've known me. At least yeah. five pairs. Have I ever been measured for them? No. No. Have I ever gotten a pair and go, oh, these just don't fit? No. no. The bullshit. Bullshit. Fuck doctors, fuck Wall Street, fuck all this shit. I'm so mad I could spit nails today. Honestly, I hope there's a zombie apocalypse tonight, so there'll be something for me to kill. 
A 46-year-old man who told doctors he was hearing voices reportedly ripped out his own eyeballs during a Sunday church service in northern Italy. That's on reports. According to the Daily Mail, Aldo Bianchini, who was born in the UK but spent most of his life in Italy, used his bare hands to tear out his eyeballs just as Reverend Lorenzo Tanganelli began conducting mass. He then collapsed on the floor in a pool of his own blood. While everybody stood around and watched in horror, (laughs) right? Or screamed and ran. Here's my thing, and I'm not trying to be a dick. Mm -hmm. If I saw somebody tear out one of their own eyes, I would assume there's something wrong with that person, right? And they need to be subdued before they get at the other one. Because it's going to suck to wake up from your schizophrenic break with reality and only have one eye. But not nearly as bad if you wake up without both eyes. You know, right? But it's like you get don't you, you get mad when you do something stupid? You know what I mean? And like, even years later, you think back and you go, "God, I hated when I did that thing. It was stupid." You know? Yeah. What about what if you tore out your own eyes? Every day well, you wake I'd up and you like like Fuck. to think that I would show some restraint if it I ever would, got to that point. I would kill myself. Because again, I'd be blind. I just think it's weird that nobody tried to stop him. Because it, it takes some well, doing to tear out your eye. I mean, you really have to get in there and start rooting around. Ugh, it's terrible. I'm just saying. It's not Maybe easy. he studied it beforehand so he knew what he was doing. Even if you did, you know how you got to get in there. Your eyeball, contrary to movies, your eyeball doesn't just go boing when somebody Ugh, smacks you. It's terrible. Well. It's terrible. You got to root it out. It's in there pretty good. There's muscles holding it in. There's eyelids, all kinds of shit between your eyeball and the outside world. Pop. I thought it was funny when you tried to tell me that Jesus wouldn't approve of tearing out your own eyes. I don't think he would approve of it being done in such a public manner. Just saying. But Jesus said, if your eye offends you, rip it out. But it didn't say, in the process, offend everyone else. He didn't say, go home and hide it under a bushel, did he? Jesus liked shit to be out in the open. He kept his whores out in the open. He told people not to hide their light, right? He was traveling with a bunch of dudes all the time. Jesus was pretty much out there. He was not a closeted kind of guy. But yeah, if I'm in a church and I see a guy start screaming about voices and tearing out his eyes, I'm going to assume it's the end of days, and I'm going to prepare accordingly. Uh, i got to wonder what the sermon was about. He didn't even get into it. It was just mass. Mass isn't really like a sermon, is it? I like mass really is, couldn't tell you. Mass is just a ritual. They just do the same thing every time, right? I assume there's a message at some point. I don't think there is. I don't know, though. One they, of our Catholic listeners can... Maybe, because they give mass like 100 times a day, right? I mean, it's like, there's a lot of masses. I don't think it's 100 times a day, but... It's a lot. At least five times a day. I don't know. Because there's a morning one, there's a midday one, and there's one in the afternoon, there's one at night. There's one so how many of those parishioners do you think are going to return next Sunday? Or Friday evening. Shit, I would, I would come back every week to see what the next fucking freak Heck is Heck no. Yes. That place is haunted now. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing. Do you, don't you want to get your Jesus explanations right up front from someplace like that where some dude was moved to rip out his own eyes? The spirit no, is in that's there. That's a dangerous precedent. Then again, what are the odds that you're going to witness anything like that ever again? Pretty low, I would think. I would think so. But you know what? This is another example how Western religions are so weak in comparison to other religions. Because, you know... It, in Tibet right now, monks set their ass on fire every fucking day. Not like plucking out their eyes, they set them whole selves on fire. Yikes. Whole body burning up. 
setting yourself on fire takes a special kind of commitment to your cause i agree i could not do it me either i couldn't even burns hurt if i get even a little linger even if i get a little bit of gasoline on me i start freaking out i don't like it because i got set on fire one time and i did not approve Set my elbow on fire. Remember that? Yeah, it only takes once. Fuck. Getting burned. It's not pleasant. That was a bad one, too. It hurt a long time. Long time. Anyway, I think if more churches had people rip out their eyes, I would be more inclined to go. Not me. I, I'm just saying, I there's some belief there. The well, spirit is moving true. people. It's not like most churches where you go and they're like, can you give me some money so I can go buy some fucking boy prostitutes and do amyl nitrate poppers and take it in the butt while we're trying to score methamphetamines on the street? Which is pretty much all Western religion now. Nice. Would you please donate nice. to the Catholic Church so we can move our kid touchers to Ireland? Thanks. If I was Ireland, I'd be pissed that that was where they dumped all the kid touchers. They, we need to tell thing three that they released pretty much a whole bunch of papers from church going yeah we just put our kid touchers out there on that island they were easy to forget about sorry irish maybe because they assumed there were so many genders that it would naturally inhibit their sexual impulses yeah i mean they'd be like very Fuck, nice i would love to touch me some little boy meat but all we got is genders cut it out that is Fuck. not nice you like genders <sighs> We're not gonna get. Would on you that fuck a ginger? Again. You would not. I am not gonna. Talk you would to not you. fuck a ginger. And if they dyed their top hair and then you get their pants on, you saw a bunch of red pubes curling out of You're there. You're so like, ridiculous. Oh fuck her. Cut top it out. out I'm taking a very special kind of ginger before I look twice at them. Most of them, I'm like, nope. You're freaky. Move along. Not even ginger from Gilligan's Island. Now, actually, I'm all, the only genders I'm really opposed to are the carrot top type genders. Those I don't like. But. We've had this discussion I'm not before. inclined to not like them. They don't have souls. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> like you just got to escalate just a little bit more each time. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. All right. Here's my next story. The economic slowdown could have an upside. A dramatic decline in the number of drinking and driving incidents, a new federal study suggests. 2010 National Telephone Survey of 451,000 people found the lowest level of alcohol-impaired driving since 1993 and a 30% plunge since the peak in 2006. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported on Tuesday. During the telephone survey, those who said they consumed at least one alcoholic beverage, beverage in the prior 30 days were asked how many times they had driven after having too much to drink. The results indicate that an estimated 4 million adults, 1.8% of the U.S. adult population, had driven at least once while intoxicated. That's dumb. That's dumb what? The whole study is dumb. I agree. <laughs> the whole thing. I read it. I'm like, somebody got paid to call 45,000 people and ask a stupid fucking 40, question. 451,000. Oh, it's dumb. Hey, it's totally obvious. When people are poor, they don't go to bars. You know why? Because bars are ridiculously exactly. expensive. Exactly. Because when, they're drinking at home with their buddies now. Yes. That was the thing. When, when we were poor, nobody went out. We're like, we're going to go to somebody's house and everybody's going to bring their right. own booze. You just and park it. Yes. Because here's There's my no choice. cover charge. You're not paying five dollars right. a drink for twenty dollars. I can get enough alcohol to fuck me and my wife and probably at least one of my friends up real good. And that's not even buying super cheap shit, you know. 
or mm-hmm. I can go to our bar where drinks are eight bucks a pop. Fuck you. That's not happening. Well, it, here's my other thing. How many people, if you're drinking and driving, are going to admit it you don't on think a that, telephone? You don't think it's not up. anonymous. They have your number. <laughs> you have a phone call. Yeah, I totally drink and drive. Right. Certainly do. You no, should keep nobody's an eye admitting on me. that. Well, that's true. So that's I true. think you would have to take those numbers and probably multiply it by like four. Well, and I think you have to take into account too that most of the people, and this is something that I don't think a lot of people realize, most of the people that drink and drive do not believe they're drinking and driving. Right. You they think, oh, I've only had a couple, Correct. I'm fine. They get in an accident, they're like, I'm totally fine, officer. And then they get in there like, oh, shit, I'm twice the legal limit. Uh oh. It's really dumb. It's dumb. It's really it's, dumb. It's, it's I wonder really how dumb. much money they spent. Too much. I honestly, we were talking about this the other day at work. I honestly would not have any problem at all. If every car in the United States had to have one of those breathalyzers attached to it, I wouldn't have any problem at all. If I had to blow in my car every day to get it to work, I would not care. Yeah, but people would find a way around it. You would have Some a passenger, would, or know, you'd but... have people that. Well, here's the thing: are if, just if, hanging out if in the parking lot. Anybody, hey, the... dude, give me a buck and I'll, I'll if, start your car. If for anybody's you. that stupid, then yeah, that's just dumb. Did you see the scientists are working on it? And tell me this isn't even stupider than your little poll story was. If scientists are working on a drug that will make it so that when you drink, the glial cells in your brain, which are the ones that react to alcohol, mm-hmm. will not react to the presence of alcohol. Well, that's not good. Right. And I was like, what is this for? You'll get really fucked up or you'll, you'll be trying to get fucked up. It's not happening. Right? So you keep drinking more, you and get alcohol you poisoning because, yeah, your body will shut down. Right. Being drunk is your body's way of going, slow the fuck down. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just a case of people not thinking things through. You know, it'd be awesome if you could just drink and drink and drink and never get fucked up. Why is that awesome? <laughs> Again, somebody will die. If they make that, somebody will die. And people will use it to for it'll be the new and it'll be the new reverse date rape drug. You know what I'm saying? Like you you take your girl out or some strange girl out. You're taking the I'm not going to get drunk medicine. She gets all fucked up. You act fucked up and then you're stone cold sober banging away. It's not nice. It's not nice. Yeah. Science needs to focus on ways to make my life better, not to make stupid people die. I, I agree. Next story. Hold that cheeseburger. Across the pond in Europe, Denmark has become the first country in the world to impose a so-called fat tax on foods high in saturated fats. That includes everything from cheeseburgers and pizza to butter, milk, cheese, and oils. Many Danes stocked up on these yummy groceries before the tax went into effect this weekend. How much the fat tax is depends on how much saturated fat is in any given food but it comes out to about $3 for every two pounds of saturated fat. That's not enough to make a difference. Two pounds of saturated that's, that's fat. What I'm saying. I think it would take quite a bit before you got to two pounds. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't... I there's didn't, other things in there besides just fat. Right, they usually measure fat in grams, and it takes a fucking shitload of grams to get to a pound. I mean, I think even if you took something like Oreos, which I think we can both agree, are significantly infested with fat, right? The, sure. the whole middle is just well, yeah. sugar and Crisco. Right. So it's not good for you. But 
I bet that's not even. I bet it's not even a quarter pound of fat in one of those fucking things. But it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure it's going to make a difference. Now, are they doing this for just a, a way to make extra fundage or to decrease the amount of saturated fat, or just to make people healthier? Well, they're trying to make people healthier because people are starting to get fat. And they're like, "Whoa, what is this crazy shit?" I don't think they are. I think they're doing it to make a couple extra bucks. I think it's under the guise of making people healthy. But the fact is what we just said. The flaw is, is that it takes quite a bit. Yeah, it, it takes crazy amounts. So it's really not going to deter anybody, deter anybody from purchasing the products that are high in fat. It's just going to give the government extra funds. It's not going it, to... That's but, what I'm saying. But, uh, I don't think it's really the health angle at all. I think it's all monetary. I don't know. There's... Okay, let me, let me... Let's break this down on the Oreo situation. There's seven grams of fat in a serving of Oreos. In a serving? How much is in a serving? A serving is 34 grams. So let's say that that means that approximately 20% is fat, right? 20% of, of the grams in a serving is fat. 34 grams of in a serving, 7 grams of that are fat. So 20%, right? Okay. So that means in a one-pound bag of Oreos, a fifth of a pound of Oreos. So your Oreos are going to go up by 75 cents or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not enough. That's what I said. It's, it's not, enough. not enough to make people change the way that they're eating. It's not. No. It does, however, we want an In-N-Out burger, which I will be having. Ugh. I can't help it. I don't know why I crave them. I don't like them all that much. But I really have wanted one for a while, so I'm going to go have one shortly. It's been a shitty fucking day. Well, and see, here's the thing, too, about this, is if everybody ran out and stocked up on crappy food. Well, the only way you're ever going to really fix this problem is if you go to food manufacturers and say, here's the deal, only actual food in your food from now on. You know what I'm saying? No more partially hydrogenated anything. Although, before too long... People are just going to stop eating. They're going to eat rice, and that's about it. it. Because with the drought here in Texas, right? Farmers haven't had any hay to feed Correct. their cattle, so they're selling off their cattle. Correct. So the price of beef is expected to double. Double. It's already ridiculous enough as it is. Enough to where I look at the price of stuff, it's still on sale. And I'm still not buying. So are we just going to go? Are we just going to go chicken and rice? It's now? just too much. Is that what we're going to do? Just chicken and rice? I mean, it's in vegetables and stuff, but even those are going up. Every time I go to the grocery store, and this is no joke, it is everything that I buy is up. And I don't, I don't understand it because the price of gas is like as low as it's been in years right now, at least down here. It's very low now. It's less than three bucks a gallon down here. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been below three bucks a gallon in a long motherfucking time. So we're, we're less than three bucks a gallon, which is cool. But on the other hand, like you said, everything else is just getting more expensive all the fucking time. And it's it, it's just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Yes. So I don't know what the solution is. But like you said, I think it's just going to be chicken and rice from us from now on. Multiple ways of chicken, rice, and noodles. Cheap stuff. That's what I'm saying. You have to go back to pasta and potatoes. You're, <laughs> we'll have to go back to what you fed us last night. 
<laughs> the stuff that I used to make when we were first chili. married. Hormel chili and fritos. Right, chili frito barf. I don't know. I am I am a little concerned about it. I'm a little concerned about it. And it's it makes me angry because people are complaining, oh, the protests on Wall Street's making it so hard for people to go back and forth to work. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. You made it hard for a lot of people to go to work because, you know, they don't have jobs now. But yeah, it's it, they're they're putting the squeeze on us. I can I get it. We're all gonna be like skinny little fucking trolls, malnourished and starving. That's why I think we need to move to the country while the moving's good. I know you don't want to, but what's the alternative? I can't live in the country. Well, you can't do that. Here's a tip: you're not gonna be able to live in the city for much longer. Yeah, think about it. Ten we'll years. We have to pool households. Think of it. No, fuck. Yeah, we need to get fuck. a house with one more bedroom. No. And no households no mm-hmm. i i know what you're talking about and here's my answer how we do talked you, about it before right how do you think the current situation of the boy would go down well, if he lived well. in my fucking house yeah, that's not gonna be when i walked into his bedroom every day at eight o'clock and said you want some white bread you better get the fuck up and do something useful you piece of crap stop it that's what thing wants not me <laughs> thing one is not pleased it looks like I'm going to win this in the long term. Stop. Got any other stories? No. Well, don't you think? Don't start. She deserves better. That's what I'm going to say. They want to send us an email. Where can they send us an email? They can email us at rwtyshow at gmail.com. Is it overstepping my bounds as a dad to have a sit down? I don't know. I told him whenever he took her out of this house what was going to happen if he didn't live up to his end of the fucking know, deal. I you know. remember that? I do. How much of his ass should I be allowed to kick now? Because I told him it was coming if he fucked up, right? I know. Fair warning, right? Well, he fucked up. So, did you already tell him where the calls? No. Then do it. Four two six seven nine eight nine nine. Might see me on the news. Never know. Why is the thing on my computer working? No, I don't know. I, I hate this day. I hate it. All right, Cam. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Ooh.